Today on Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne, does parenting equal happiness? After all, when we hear that somebody is pregnant and they're expecting kids, everybody is celebrating, everybody is so thrilled and happy. But what does the research say? Does parenting equal happiness? We're going to dive deep into several research studies to see if they find that parents are happier with having children or happier before children. Does it give more meaning and purpose to their life once they have kids? What does the science say about parental satisfaction? And does it make the couple feel happier and closer? Or does it bring on more problems than most would suspect? All this and more today on Lessons in Life and Love. Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 4 and Show 84 of the Lessons in Life and Love podcast. I'm your host and global life and love coach, Rihanna Milne, coming to you every Friday on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com and on my app, Lessons in Life and Love, on the go. I'm all about helping you transform your life in all areas into one that you're passionate about and to help you attract and have the love that you deserve. I'm on a mad mission to change the way the world loves. So you're going to learn how to have emotionally healthy, evolved, and conscious love and how to avoid toxic, painful, traumatic relationships, which seem too prevalent today. It's time to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. So if you have a personal concern, I invite you to meet with me for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session this week. Just sign up at my website, rihannamilne.com. So let's dive in, love angels and transformers. Today's study is coming from the special time edition of The Science of Happiness, New Discoveries for a More Joyful Life. It's one of those magazines you pick up as you're standing at the grocery markets. You say it's ridiculously expensive at $15, but I got to tell you, it's full of all articles and no ads, and it's based on research, and I've always enjoyed these magazines to get to the lowdown of some research that I can bring to my clients and my people on my podcast. So this one is all about parenting. It's by Belinda Lushcombe, L-U-S-C-O-M-B-E, and it's called The Parenting Paradox. And there's several research studies in here that show, you know, whether couples are happier or not happier once they have children. And I thought this would be an interesting one to bring to you, being that we're just coming off of Mother's Day. I know on Mother's Day, it's a very reflective and happy day for me. I think back over all the memories our children had. And yes, of course, it wasn't always easy. I was a single mom most of many years leaving their father when they were only four and five years old. So it wasn't an easy journey for me. But we did have a lot of great quality time as my girls were growing up. We do Adventure Day, and travel together at various places around the world because I wanted them to be well-traveled and learn about other cultures and countries. So I had such a great time, but I'm also quite a kid at heart. I am in my 60s going on 40, and uh, we always had a great time hanging out, my girls and I. I've always enjoyed their company. We've had a lot of laughs. We even did a cross-country trip 
in Stefana's van. She got a beat up van for her 16th birthday from her father. And I was so worried about the condition of it. I paid to have everything inspected, the tires, make sure the spare was all right. Well, we did have a flat tire right in the middle of the desert of Arizona, and it was hot, and the spare tire was all rusted out in the middle of it, being that she lived in Erie, and the salt from the snow being up under this huge cargo van um, did not help, and it was completely rusted out, so... We were in pins and needles so we could get to the next rest stop, stay at a local dive hotel, and then get up and get a new tire for the van. But it was quite an adventure. We stopped in Las Vegas and saw a couple of shows, and I showed them around Beverly Hills and Santa Monica Pier and Venice Beach, and Lexi ended up living years later in Venice Beach, and Stefana ended up living in Santa Barbara and working at a nice hotel restaurant there. So taking them on the road and for adventure days taught them to be gutsy and explore. And I really treasured my time as parenting. So I was a little surprised by some of the things coming out in this article. So I thought I'd share it with you and see what you guys think. And uh, we always like your comments left on the chat boxes. So Leave me your comments as you hear this and tell me what you think of your parenting experience. So depending on who you ask, parenting makes people either deeply content or desperately miserable, they found in all their studies. And sorting through the science of how offspring affect happiness was the key point of this article. I'm going to be sharing some of the things I thought were interesting from the studies. Yes, the arrival of a new baby is treated with the kind of exuberance reserved for the most joyous occasions and honors. And it is. It's exciting to think your family is growing. You're going to see this mini person that is the mix of you and the person you love so much. You think of all the adventures you can have and them going off to college and the one day they get married and having their own babies. And I got to tell you, as grandma, I love seeing my kids as mom. And me being grandma and seeing these new five babies in my life, it's so cool to be a grandmother. I feel so honored and blessed that I am living during this time that I can see my five grandchildren. So it's just fascinating to watch your daughters become women and then have their own kids. But according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, it will cost the average family about a quarter of a million dollars to bring a child born in the world in 2015 to raise them to age 18. So it's a quite expensive venture. And that's if you get, you know, a very um, emotionally and uh, physically healthy child. If your child was born with special needs, definitely you have much more burden on your schedule and on finances to get them the help that they would need. Parents are undertaking a difficult new venture full with peril and potential. And what is the reward? There is no guarantee that you're going to have a very cool child. I feel pretty blessed that my girls were so amazing. But again, it really is up to the parenting and time that you invest in your child. You're definitely going to feel more afraid and frustrated and tired and washed and fed up than you've ever been before. 
And when they leave the coop, you can't go back to where you were before, you know, it's, it's a whole different life. And with my girls gone and living in different cities, of course I miss them. But part of the neat part of the adventure of life is now I get to be single and enjoy my time with my boyfriend and have a quality life again as a couple. Why does everyone congratulate people? Because they're going to be parents and they feel that's going to make them happy. Well, new parents are forfeiting a lot of things that have made them happy in the past as just the two of them. The right to choose their own music when they're driving in the car, the right to go to the bathroom without being interrupted, the right to sit and enjoy a romantic meal and take their time. A lot of the things that you loved during your coupled relationship will be shook up. There's no doubt about it. And your schedule is going to be totally disrupted. I watch Alexi now with Preston. They have twins in February, Zai and Zahara. They're so adorable. Not identical, just a little boy and girl. And they are constantly between nursing and bottle feeding and changing and getting them to sleep and changing poop diapers and all the things that they have to do to getting out for walks and still entertaining their little boy, Kingston, who just turned two in February. So they have three under two years old. Uh, quite an amazing feat, but my daughter... Uh, has always taken on new challenge with her big, beautiful smile. And she is, and Preston are handling things like a champ. And they're, I'm just so proud of what they're doing. But they have forfeited, you know, a lot of what they're used to, those freedoms and even the joy that Lexi had in business. She can't do it to the same extent that she used to before. And Parents are swapping all the things that they had as a couple for that opportunity to reproduce, to make a beautiful little human, and to roll the dice to see what their gene pool creates, right? What their behaviors are, the attributes, and will it make them happier? That is the big question. And it turns out from all the research that the truth lies somewhere in the uncomfortable middle. Isn't that fascinating? Parents have firsthand experience of life both with and without kids, and they can offer some firsthand comparisons. They know what it's like to be without that child. Something appears to happen to the brains of parents who reproduce that makes them unreliable narrators of their own life. I think it's because people don't want to say, oh, I'm so unhappy I had kids, but they, I don't think they really understand the amount of sacrifice, work, and commitment that goes into being a great parent. Pregnancy for a woman kind of foreshadows what life with kids will be like. Her body is no longer her own. Her home is, you know, not what it used to be. She's more tired. There's more demands on her. You know, everything has to, is changing. Everything is changing. And the man is just kind of sitting around and watching all this with the pregnancy and the new equipment coming into the house. And maybe he's losing his office to a playroom. So he's learning from the outside. But a woman knows right away with all the body changes how things are changing so quickly before the baby even arrives. So the woman goes through dramatic changes. And everything has to be readjusted for this new person coming into your life. 
Are you single and ready for a love relationship? If you're in a committed relationship or marriage, does your partner have any red flags you should be concerned about? Do you think they or you have childhood trauma? Just go to rihannamilne.com and do the free love test. For a limited time, you can also get an introductory offer on a life and love transformation discovery session and assessment to address your results and current concerns. We'll get to the bottom of what's keeping you stuck in life, love, or business. Learn how to move forward to reach your dreams. Get your free love test and life and love discovery session at rihannamilne.com. That's rihannamilne.com. I look forward to meeting you and seeing how I can help you best. Most people will say that the the birth of their first child was the happiest day of their lives. Some will say their wedding day. Some will say a vacation. I enjoyed both the birth of my children. I delivered pretty quick, three hours for each one. But I did self-hypnotism that made my body able to relax and I was able to deliver pretty quickly. But watching them as babies and young girls and young teens... We had a good time at every phase. I really did enjoy them all. But they say here, probably the most painful and traumatic thing that parents will endure is that even if they were very accomplished people in their career and very admired for their achievements around the world, it seems that they still say at the end of it all, starting a family was one of the first or second best things that they've ever done. And I have to agree with that statement. I've had a lot of accomplishments and I'm kind of out there all over the world, but having my daughters was the best thing that I could have done. And now looking back as an older person, looking back to see my children have children, I'm so happy that I have grandchildren. It's just a beautiful circle of life to experience. Everything from the birth of the child has then to do with kids, their schedule, their needs, their demands, their well-being. And suddenly that career that was so important to you became second priority. I'm seeing this a lot in my own daughter. She just doesn't have the time to balance twins and a full-time career like she did before. Dozens of the nation's top researchers have had a stab at solving the mystery of parental satisfaction. Behavioral economist David Kahneman found that child rearing ranks that child rearing ranks precariously low on the list that make humans happy. Andrew Oswald compared tens of thousands of parents in Britain with non-breeding Brits and tried to paint a more positive pictures of his results. He quotes, the broad message is not that children make you less happy, it's just that children don't make you more happy. But kids are a lot of work for something that isn't going to make your life brighter. So a team of psychologists in California took a closer look after that study. They did three studies and they drilled down on exactly how parents felt about having kids. In the first study, they compared parents with non-parents of the same age on three areas, happiness, life satisfaction, and whether they felt their life had meaning. And with no great surprise, they found that it depended on the parents. Overall, parents report being happier, more satisfied, and thinking about meaning in life than non-parents do. But not every parent fits the mold. Young and single parents were unhappier than their child-free peers. Mothers and women without children 
felt about the same. The more children people had, the more they felt their life had meaning and the more greater their satisfaction with their life. But they didn't report being happier. A study from Princeton University found that when the researchers controlled for other factors that can influence well-being, neither the parents nor the non-parents reported a better quality of life. So the research bears out that married people tend to be happy than single people in their study. The two can't be easily decoupled when trying to determine what's at play in people's happiness, well-being, and quality of life. In the California studies, one group that consistently reported being happier with kids than without them came across the board was dads. And this came no surprise to many mothers who are still two decades into the 21st search into the 21st century in the heavyweight category of parental lifting. In other words, the old divisions of labor are crumbling, but not the transition to equal parenting, it still is not seamless. Women still have the lion's share of the busyness, the responsibilities. Of course, they do all the nursing, the getting up at night, the comforting the cranky child, and on and on, especially changing the diapers. So this unequal labor rarely leads to universal happiness. If the couple is more of a team, they both report more happiness as they feel that they are helping the others and raising the children as equal parents. They found in this study, however, that most of the ungrateful free labor, the young parents, single parents, single moms, report the least delight in their life. It's a lot of hard work if they don't have help. Part of what has complicated the workload shift has been the growth in the number of things that a good parent is supposed to do. Gone are the days when parents just went around their business and children tagged along. Now the parent's business is children. So this is the parents that overdo and get their kids involved in four to five different sports, out-of-school activities arts, crafts, all these things, and they leave them themselves last, no time for their partner and them to enjoy their marriage. These are the marriages that tend to fall apart. Dads are spending much more time with their kids today, three times as much as they spent in 1965. So that's great for the young children. But the wives also spend more almost four hours a week more, according to one study. And on top of that increase, many women have added a full work week outside of the home. That wasn't happening in 1965. So the kids had more refreshed parents with the moms being able just to be housewives and full-time moms. That's a job enough in itself, trust me. But now you add the nine to five, and very rarely is there a 40-hour work week anymore. It's more like 50 or 60, and the time spent it with kids, and it's total burnout. And dads have, the result is moms quite simply have too much to do and end up doing a lot of it less happily than they would like. What makes parenting so different from other stressful work is that there's never any satisfaction in a job well done. You clean up a playroom before you go to bed, an hour after you wake up, the kids destroy it, and it's dirty again. 
I've been there. I've been one of those moms cleaning up time and time and time again after a playroom only to see it destroyed again. There's not much satisfaction in that. Looking back over the long term, parents are happy they had their kids, but on a moment to moment basis, they're much less satisfied with their lives than their childless peers. Is this correct? Well, not quite, they're saying. The California researchers did a second study in which about 330 Americans, some parents and some not, were issued pagers. Then they would go off at random times during the day, about five times a day for a week, they would beep. And when they beep, they were supposed to record how happy they were feeling at the moment. Well, what turned up was the parents were happier. The results said the study, showed that parents not only had higher levels of global well-being than their non-parents, but also reported more positive emotional experience and meaning from moment to moment. On average, parents reported more positive emotion at the times when they were taking care of their children than than when they were not. They also reported a stronger sense of meaning in life when they were taking care of their children than during all the other activities. The researchers said that a parent's first job is not to raise the kids, but to enjoy them. That's a great saying. If you set out to first and foremost enjoy your child, I think it tilts everything. I think they know that you enjoy their company And I think you're teaching them something about the world and the universe, about general happiness and peace and love. How it feels to be a parent and how it feels to do the often grueling task of parenting are two very separate things. Mother and fathering aren't just things we do. Being a mother or father is who we are after that child is born. Parenting can be a source of profound happiness and fulfillment despite the everyday stress of actually raising the children. Do you have a teen or high school grad in your life that you're worried about? Whether you're a mom, dad, or grandparent, it's up to us to give our teens the resiliency and developmental assets that they need to succeed in life, love relationships, and business. Today's teen is worried about our world. What will their future be like? They're anxious about whether to go into debt for an education, what jobs will exist if they go to college, how will they earn enough money to be independent, and with today's hookup culture, will they be able to have a quality, loving, and emotionally healthy relationship? As the adult in their life, you can help them now. Enroll them in life transition coaching for those ages 16 to 30 who are struggling with life's choices, who can't find work, are stuck in anxiety, depression, addiction, self-harm, or blame outside of themselves, or for those who have just failed to launch. This is a master's degree in life. That's imperative to do before they even consider investing in college, or if they have graduated from college and can't seem to find work. Give them the psychological and emotional edge in life to succeed no matter what the outside circumstances are by learning the Mindset for Success system. Many young people have excelled without college because it's no longer the success ticket it once was. But having the confidence to create the life you desire along with the motivation to succeed is. Learn more at RihannaMilne.com. Just go to RihannaMilne.com forward slash life transition programs. That's RihannaMilne.com life transition 
programs and give your teen or young adult the one gift that will last forever and truly make a difference. That's what creates the middle ground. There is a strain to being and not doing. We are in so much of modern life what we do. For example, the busy businesswoman that after working all day, sits down, starts playing with the child doing Legos, and in her mind, it's wandering all over the place to the email she has to do, the phone call, follow-ups, the planning for her day tomorrow, and still trying to give her child what we call quality time. This, rather than the work of child-rearing, may, may be what make parents actually miserable. The California study found that for parents to be happier, in, if they were concerned and thinking about money, either when they were with their kids or just beforehand, were much less content with their situation in life. The less we mix our various goals and motivations, the more meaning in life we may be able to experience from our various daily activities. People treat having a child as somehow retiring from success or quitting. However, being happy is really the definition of success, isn't it? Perhaps the ultimate answer to whether parenting makes you happy or unhappy is yes. <laughs> it's both. Parenting does make you happier. The thought of you being a, a parent when you raise a successful child brings you all the joy and pride in the world. But parenting can make you unhappy when you have this stressed out teenager, when you don't see eye to eye, when they're insisting on having purple hair and you know you'll just cringe with embarrassment every time they're riding in the car with you. It's not easy. And kids came with no instructions. There's challenges at every stage from the newborn baby where they're crying and you don't know what they need to the exhausting nights to the young child who needs to learn everything from potty training to riding a bike to speaking and writing to the young teen who wants to fly free and test their boundaries, which is what they're supposed to do, and yet you're trying to enforce some rules to keep them safe and not run wild to the teen that finally leaves to college and you hope that they use their good sense that you have taught them through the years to not to go wild with the frat parties and over drinking. There's never a stage where you stop worrying. When you're a mom, you're always going to want to hug and kiss your child. I don't care where you are. And you're always going to worry. This is what part of being a mom and dad is. With parenting, there is no choice but to endure the full spectrum of incredible, heart-wrenching love and compassion and pride and joy and the stressful, frustrating times of trying to reach your child and tell them how much you love them when all they want to do is be defiant. The only other thing we can be scientifically sure of is that if you're thinking of having kids because you want to be happy, forget about it. Have kids because you're already happy, you're emotionally healthy and strong, you're financially secure, and your partner is the same things as well. Obviously, the best odds of having happy children begins with two happy, well-balanced, emotionally healthy, and evolved parents. Two parents that work as a team 
not the dad who just has fun time with the kids and the mom doing 90% of the work, who also has a job. This will lead to a very unhappy marriage and a very burnout woman. It's not easy when you both work, but parenting is work. And this is part of the work you have to do when you come home. Do arrange to have babysitters and if you can, a nanny once or twice a week to come in to share some of those responsibilities and to give you a once a week break at the very least, just to get out and breathe and be an adult and not mommy, mommy all the time. It did feel great to have my nights out and I insisted upon it. And actually we worked that into the schedule. I was a single mom when they were young. So every Saturday night was mom's date night and Friday night for us was family night. That worked out great because they always looked forward to having pizza and movies in bed and, and playing a board game with mom or we'd go out and play miniature golf or do something else that was fun. And then Saturday, I could look forward to my date out and my time where I could just relax and be a feminine woman and go dancing and have a great time with my boyfriend. That was joyful. That once a week, I look forward to all week long. So do keep your life in balance. Keep up your friendships, your hobbies, your career. At the time, I was running my model and talent agency, and I had great models and actors, singers and dancers all around me. I'm a creative, and there, it's great to work with creative sorts. And I loved my business, and I could set the hours that I wanted. But I was working a lot of hours, no doubt. I was in a joint custody with her father, so the days I did not have my girls, I worked from morning until evening is when I taught my classes. And the weekends I put aside for my children since I had them three out of four weekends, and we made sure we had plenty of fun times scheduled in. Those were the great times, those quality days and nights and weekends where we'd go do a special adventure or travel the world. And yes, I instilled the love of travel in them, where Steph became a flight attendant and supervisor for JetBlue Airlines. And Alexei ends up putting water wells in Tanzania, Africa at the age of 20. It is something when you spend quality time with your children to see how they turned out. When my little Alexei at five said, Mom, I'm going to help those kids in Africa one day so they won't be starving and dying. And I looked at her straight on. I said, I know you will, babe, because you've got a heart of gold. You'll figure out how to do that. And now they have 21 water wells, she and her best friend, Tennille, in Tanzania, Africa. So all these words that you share with your kids, all those mini moments that you can share to reinforce their dreams and their goals and their desires and to encourage them with the mindset for success skills that they can become whatever it is they dream to do and help them get out of their territory of safety and let them risk safely by exploring seeing new lands, seeing the arts. My girls from Erie, I used to take them to New York every summer and they'd see two or three Broadway shows in that vacation that we would do because I wanted them exposed to the arts to see how beautiful and brilliant it was. And they're both very artistic kids today. So it does matter everything you do. You're creating a human being. And my human being daughters are so friggin' amazing. And now they are taking that love and amazingness and pouring these love and traditions 
that we shared into their children's experiences. So to sit back and watch that, yes, it brings happiness for me. And I wish all of you parents that are listening out there that you have joy, that you beat the odds of this article, and you're one of the ones that say, yes, it might be tough, but it's the best job I ever had. And to celebrate your life as a parent on Mother's Day, on Father's Day, and every day that you congratulate yourself with all the hard work that you are investing in your children and just be sure and know that it will all pay off. And when you see the results, it brings pure happiness. And with that ends the lesson. Okay, love angels and transformers, that's all we have time for today. I appreciate you sharing the love and the mission of helping me change the way the world loves by sending the show link to your friends you love and care about. Please take a moment to subscribe to the show and give me a five-star rating and comment on what you like about the show and what to learn in an upcoming podcast episode on Lessons in Life and Love. You can easily share the show from the website, LessonsInLifeAndLove.com. Remember, you can reach out for help from me during the week also at RihannaMilne.com and get my free ebook, Why You're There, as well as take the four free love tests. And as always, I am here to help you create the life that you desire and to have the love that you deserve. Have a very blessed, safe, and fabulous week. We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. If you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a session with Rihanna. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.